Good morning. It is Ash Wednesday, the beginning of the holy season of Lent, and I'm Pastor Gillespie, St. John Evangelical Lutheran Church and School, Sherman Center, Random Lake, Wisconsin. Good to be with you here. It is February 17th, 2021. Uh, this is one of two opportunities you have today to be deep into God's Word. Today we continue our catechesis on the sacrament of the altar as we consider the Passover which uh, is actually coincidentally uh, helpful because <laughs> Lent is 40 days, representing the 40 years in the wilderness, or perhaps the 40 days um, that Jesus was tempted in the wilderness himself. And those 40 years began on the night of the Passover, when Israel was driven out of Egypt and sent on their wanderings. We'll actually be considering uh, those wanderings the next couple days, so both to consider the sacrament of the altar, but again, fitting for this season of Lent. Let me get the devotion up on the screen. There we are. So let's begin. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We say our memory verse. The cup of blessing which we bless, is it not the communion of the blood of Christ? The bread which we break, is it not the communion of the body of Christ? 1 Corinthians 10, verse 16. Prayer Psalm. Some were fools through their sinful ways, and because of their iniquities suffered affliction. They loathed any kind of food, and they drew near to the gates of death. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. He sent out his word and healed them, and delivered them from their destruction. Let them thank the Lord for his steadfast love, for his wondrous works to the children of men, and let them offer sacrifices of thanksgiving, and tell of all his deeds in songs of joy. Some went down to the sea in ships, doing business on the great waters. They saw the deeds of the Lord, his wondrous works in the deep, for he commanded and raised the stormy wind, which lifted up the waves of the sea. They mounted up to heaven, they went down to the depths, their courage melted away in their evil plight. They reeled and staggered like drunken men, and were at their wit's end. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. He made the storm be still, and the waves of the sea were hushed. Then they were glad that the waters were quiet, and he brought them to their desired haven. Let them thank the Lord for his steadfast love for his wondrous works to the children of men. Let them extol him in the congregation of the people and praise him in the assembly of the elders. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. All right, our first reading today is from Matthew chapter 26. Now, on the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the disciples came to Jesus, saying to him, Where do you want us to prepare for you to eat the Passover? 
And he said, Go into the city to a certain man and say to him, The teacher says, My time is at hand. I will keep the Passover at your house with my disciples. So the disciples did as Jesus had directed them, and they prepared the Passover. When evening had come, he sat down with the twelve. Now as they were eating, he said, Assuredly, I say to you, one of you will betray me. And they were exceedingly sorrowful, and each of them began to say to him, Lord, is it I? He answered and said, He who dipped his hand with me in the dish will betray me. The Son of Man indeed goes, just as it is written of him, but woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been good for that man if he had not been born. Then Judas, who was betraying him, answered and said, Rabbi, is it I? He said to him, You have said it. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. Then he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink from it all of you, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. But I say to you, I will not drink of this fruit of the vine from now on until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. And when they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. There ends the reading. All right, so obviously here we have the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the Passover, being connected to the institution of the Lord's Supper, the New, Co- the new Covenant, the New Testament. All right. Now, our catechesis will be from Exodus chapter 12. Now the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be your beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Speak to all the congregation of Israel, saying, On the tenth month, the tenth of this month, every man shall take for himself a lamb, according to the house of his father, a lamb for a household. And if the household is too small for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next to his house take it according to the number of their persons. According to each man's need, you shall make your count for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male a year, first year. You may take it from the sheep or from the goats. Now you shall keep it until the fourteenth day of the same month. Then the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it at twilight. And they shall take some of the blood and put it on the two doorposts and on the lintel of the houses where they eat it. Then they shall eat the flesh on that night, roasted in the fire, with unleavened bread, and with bitter herbs they shall eat it. Do not eat it raw, nor boiled at all with water, but roasted in the fire, its head with its legs, and its entrails. You shall let none of it remain until morning, and what remains of it until morning you shall burn with fire, and thus you shall eat it, with a belt on your waist, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand. So you shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. For I will pass through the land of Egypt on that night, and will strike down all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. Now the blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you, and the plague shall not be on you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. So this day shall be to you a 
memorial, and you shall keep it as a feast to the Lord throughout your generations. You shall keep it as a feast by an everlasting ordinance. So you shall observe the feast of unleavened bread, for on this this same day I will have brought your armies out of the land of Egypt. Therefore, you shall observe this day throughout your generations as an everlasting ordinance. All right, catechesis on the text. So, what month of the year was the Passover to mark? Beginning of a new calendar here. Yes, the first month of the year. And what animal was to be selected on the tenth day of that first month? It says there in verse 3, shall take for himself a lamb. Why do you think the tenth day? What is, what is the Lord trying to teach the people, or remind them every time they would observe it on the tenth day? Yes, being delivered from the tenth plague, right? And also maybe this uh, symbolic fulfillment of the law, which will be given later. Who who identified Jesus as the Lamb of God? That would be John the baptizer. Okay, according to verse 4, how are they to determine the size of the Lamb? You know, it's a nice detail, right? By the size of the household, right? Yeah, simply put. What other requirements regarding the lamb were given? See here in verse 5. Yeah, it's to be a year old male without a blemish, without blemish, from the sheep or goats. And uh, in verse 46, which we did, we're not going to read right now, it also mentions that it is to have no broken bones. No broken bones. All right, what do these have to do with Jesus? Without blemish and without any bones, broken. Of course, you can think there of the crucifixion, right? Where it's mentioned explicitly in John 19, for example. When Jesus therefore saw his mother and the disciple, is that right? Is that where we, no, I want to go a little bit further. There it is. Uh, but one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear and immediately blood and water came out. And he who has seen has testified, and his testimony is true. And he knows that he is telling the truth, so that you may also believe. For these things were done that the scripture should be fulfilled. There it is. Not one of his bones shall be broken. And again, another scripture uh, says, They shall look on him whom they pierce. Of course, not one of his bones be broken. Of course, is referring to Exodus 12.46. Also, the institution of the the, um, Passover. Feast of Unleavened Bread in Numbers 9, uh, but especially Psalm 34, verse 20. He guards all his bones, not one of them is broken. All right, so the sinless Son of God with not one bone broken. On what day were they to be slaughtered? All right, so they took the lamb on the 10th day, but on the 14th day, right, of the same month, they kill it at twilight. Uh, what's the significance of twilight, do you think? Well, twilight is the hour um, when the Lord himself was laid in the tomb. Hmm. What were they to do with the blood? Put it on the door posts, right, on either side of the door. There we go. And then on the lintel, right, the top part. So the lentils, the door frames of the house where they would eat the lamb. And how is the lamb to be cooked? 
So then roasted over fire. That's, that's key. What's the significance of roasting, do you think? Well, with fire, connect this to the fire of God's judgment, right? Fire signifying the wrath of God, which would roast the Lamb of God on the, if you like, the spit of the cross, to push it a little bit. Uh, what were they to do with the leftovers? Let none of it remain until morning. Whatever remains, it says here in verse 10, burn with fire. There it is, more judgment. Uh, how are they to be dressed when eating the Passover? With the belt, the sandals, and the staff ready to go, right? So that they're ready to leave Egypt. Now, how is this theme of being ready, eating with haste, being prepared, how do you think that's connected to the Lord's Supper? Maybe you haven't made this connection before. What does the Lord's Supper prepare you for? Yeah, it actually prepares you in anticipation for the Lord's return. Uh, we, we heard this yesterday from 1 Corinthians 11, right? For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death, here it is, till he comes, right? So it's just like uh, the wise virgins who have their lamps trimmed. Here the supper prepares us um, to wait and to watch for the Lord's return. Just to keep our eyes on the ball, so to speak. <laughs> to misuse the uh, metaphor. All right. Who was judged by God on this night, according to the text? Yeah. Against the gods of Egypt, right? And then we use that as a kind of a hermeneutical key, an interpretive key, then to go back and see how the plagues themselves are accusations, are judgments against various Egyptian gods. It's a little hard to line them all up one to one, but, um, but I think we can see that quite clearly. What is the sign of deliverance? It's the sign is the blood, right? Now, here's an important question. Um, why do we as Christians never celebrate the Passover? Not, not it's been, as it's been given, right? right? Because Christ is our Passover lamb, right? And he has appointed the Lord's Supper as the means by which we receive him, right? So, we don't need to go back to this um, anti-type, this shadow, I should say type or shadow, of the thing that it's pointing forward to, which is our deliverance from sin, death, and the devil, as Christ institutes his body and blood given and shed for us for the forgiveness of sins in the Lord's Supper, right? So we don't need to go back to the Passover. We always go forward um, to its fulfillment in the sacrament of the altar. That isn't to say we can't learn something from the Passover, since it is a type or shadow of the thing which Christ gives which is what we're doing right now. All right. Our Lord is the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. He was roasted by the raging flames of his Father's anger over sin so that he might become a sweet-smelling sacrifice of peace. None of the sacrifice was to be left, so our Lord was placed in the tomb as the sacrificial lamb only after he had been fully consumed by the Father's wrath. He now feeds us upon that sacrifice so that as we eat of it, death will surely pass over us. His promise to those who eat his flesh and drink his blood is that no destructive plague shall come near them, that is, we shall not die but live. In him, all the gods of this age are judged to be dead and lifeless, while he is the source of all life. The proclamation of his death for our salvation calls us to his altar, that we may be ready 
on the day of his return. All right. So, uh, oh, just a word of note then this evening, <laughs> uh, you are being welcomed, bid uh, to come to the Lord's table to receive the sacrifice of the Lamb, that is Jesus Himself, for you and for your forgiveness. All right. So, we'll celebrate the sacrament of the altar tonight. Um, and really, it's worth mentioning here um, that Lent is, is primarily not about what we do for God, of course, um, as is always the case in the Christian church, but it is what but God has done for us, right, in giving himself for us. What is the sacrament of the altar? Say it with me. It is the true body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ under the bread and wine, instituted by Christ himself for us Christians to eat and to drink. Where is this written? The holy evangelists Matthew, Mark, Luke, and St. Paul write, Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is given for you, this do in remembrance of me. In the same way also he took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Let us pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, I come to the altar at your invitation to receive the holy body and the precious blood of my Savior, Jesus Christ. I confess to you all my sins. I am heartily sorry for them. For Jesus' sake, I forgive my enemies and all who have sinned against me. I believe that you give me the forgiveness of sins and the gift of new life and salvation through the body and blood of my Savior. Through the Lord's Supper, strengthen my faith in Christ, increase my love for others, grant me faithfulness in my vocation, and give me the joyous hope and confidence of eternal life and salvation in Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Right. On this Wednesday, we pray for marriage and family, that husbands and wives, parents and children live in ordered harmony, according to the word of God, for parents who must rear their children alone, for communities and neighborhoods. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Pray for an end to all fear, anxious thoughts, and constant worry, for deliverance from all authoritarian, tyrannical, and dictatorial rule. On this February 17th, we pray in Thanksgiving with Ryder, who celebrates his birthday. And of course, with my family as we celebrate the gift of life, Dorothy Ann, who was born on Sunday. Pray for those who are ill, uh, receiving treatment or recovering, especially Marcella, Kelsey, Amanda, John, Timothy, Sandy, Linda, and Ken, Aaron, and Penny. Pray for our homebound, Bev, David, Willis, and Janice, and Mickey, and the mission's work of the church, especially Sheboygan Lutheran High School and Sheboygan County Hispanic Outreach. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. We pray, O Lord, mercifully hear our prayers, and having set us free from the bonds of our sins, deliver us from every evil. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. And I don't think there's a commemoration today. Let's just check. Of course, it's Ash Wednesday, so you'll hear more about that tonight. We pray the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, 
and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. I thank you, my Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger, and I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings in life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul, and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. All right, we sing a fitting hymn uh, to learn about the Lord's Supper, the one written by Luther for that purpose, um, also which will then prepare us to receive his supper this evening. Communion. O Lord, have mercy. 
that spirit forsake us. Grant that heavenly minded he make us. Give thy church for to see days of peace and unity. O Lord, have mercy. Very good. Good to have you all with us here for our congregation of prayer. I see you checking in there. Karen, Lori, Grace, Chris, Don, Michael, Roman, um, my aunts, Nancy, and Gloria. Good to see you all. And yes, I'll give Dorothy Ann a hug. I get a little dad time, although I have to fight for her because I have all these other people that want to hold her. Uh, and she's very uh, awake, uh, very, uh, what's well, very different because uh, she was a couple weeks. Uh, past 40 weeks, whereas Patrick was born a couple weeks ahead of time, of course, emergency C-section. So um, uh, developmentally, uh, it's pretty amazing. She's looking around. She follows your voice. She likes to look at you. It's like, you're only two days old. That's very strange. But uh, it's always comparison game, right? Anne's doing well, too, of course. Um, I think uh, better than probably we remember in a long time. Even though it was a difficult labor, it was... Uh, Physically, she seems seem to be doing well. So none of the conditions from last time. So I'm very thankful for all of that. And uh, yes, I'll give her a hug for you all. All right, so see you this evening. It'll be 7 o'clock for Divine Service, uh, Ash Wednesday, a few a few unique elements tonight, of course. And, uh, and that will be great, I think. I think you'll really appreciate what we're going to be doing for this Lenten Tide on our Wednesday evening services. And of course, if you uh, can t tune into the stream, you can do that as well. Oh, by the way, I did notice that there was an issue set up in our uh, router as far as prioritizing uh, video quality for the streaming service from the computer. Um, I have it prioritized from the friendship room in my office, but not not from the computer in the in the sanctuary. So um, that last Sunday was uh, a little bit sketchy as far as video quality, and uh, now I've discovered that. So I can hopefully that will even improve the quality slightly tonight as well. All right, so Lord be with you all, and we'll see you later.